0: And gentlemen, right. now it's time for Gray Bishop and the council up. I, I was thinking it's Thursday morning after seven o'clock. It's not Wednesday morning after seven o'clock. Bishop, what's going on? They didn't have a council meeting Tuesday night because National Night Out, instead, they postponed it to Wednesday night last night. So we're bringing the Council Roundup here right now, Thursday morning. It's brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to Head West. The downtown location open for lunch throughout the week and open for lunch on Saturday. And don't forget about delivery. Head West Subs. Last night's meeting was about uh, three hours and 55 minutes long. There was no executive session, and it seemed to be a redux of a lot of different things that they had previously discussed. Everything from... Uh, the uh, $400,000 project to help with a local construction in, uh, education company uh, train people, they brought that back up. Uh, we're going to hear extensive conversation about uh, the Wyndham City Center. Uh, you're going to hear a conversation about uh, the... Uh, Issue of uh, Enos Park and some properties that uh, the Enos Park Neighborhood Association wants to sell to the city. Uh, So we'll get to all of that, including a uh, a pretty uh, contentious conversation of uh, uh, surrounding those experiencing homelessness and uh, crime uh, that some may associate with that homelessness. Uh, So we'll talk about that as well. But they also started with uh, different presentations last night. And we're going to get to one of them, but not the other two. The other two dealt with June and kind of an overview of the recent Juneteenth celebrations that happened uh, and the importance of further uh, that celebration in the future and find more sponsorships and find more uh, resources to just make it a, an important uh, holiday for the city of Springfield. Uh, but there was also an overview of the city's access to broadband Internet, uh, which was actually pretty fascinating. If you get a chance, you might want to delve into that conversation just to get, a, get an idea of what's going on. But I figured it was important to talk about about what is going on with those federal tax dollars your tax dollars the city of Springfield got to the tune of 30 plus million dollars. here is the city's comptroller talking about those American Rescue plan Act funds.
1: Um, for the American Rescue Plan Act or ARPA as the acronym is or and the state and local fiscal Recovery fund or SLFRF. Um, this report is current as of activity through July 31st.
0: So you got the acronyms you got the definitions and it's the most recent report from July 31st let's talk about how much money
1: and based on per capita the city of Springfield received 33.8 million dollars
0: So we got like about 13 plus million one tranche last year and we got another 13 plus million in this most recent tranche a little bit more than that 14 million or so um, either way you know 33 million dollars is what the uh, the city of Springfield's sitting on uh, that they got from the American Rescue plan Act. That's in addition to what they already collect in sales taxes and all of that. Uh, So what are the outlines for spending this money?
1: To result in a more equitable economy during the recovery, these four categories of allowable fund uses include municipal revenue loss, water, sewer, and broadband infrastructure, premium pay, and responding to the public health emergency and its negative economic impacts.
0: So one of those categories, premium pay, was actually uh, uh, broke out by um, uh, Alderman Redpath and uh, Budget Director McCarty uh, came in and said they did not do any of that premium pay. It just so happened to be one of the things that was outlined in the requirements. What are some of the other requirements? Back to the comptroller.
1: And there are some very important restrictions on the use. Um, We may not deposit funds into a pension fund. We may not deposit funds to finance a reduction in net tax revenue, um, such as passage of a law with a tax reduction. Um, And we may not use the funds directly to service debt, satisfy a judgment or settlement, or contribute to a rainy day fund.
0: So again, this is an outline of what the dollars that were sent by the federal government, your tax dollars, back to the city of Springfield. It wasn't just the city of Springfield. Every layer of government, from school districts to the county to the cities, municipalities, and even the state government, got uh, millions and billions of dollars. All right? I think the uh, overall, and, and not just governments, uh, you talk about the PPP, the um, uh, Personal uh, Payment Protection Program or whatever it was, um, it, uh, it ultimately went out to even the private sector. And I think one calculation was the state of Illinois, just the state of Illinois, when it comes to all the money that went to schools, cities, municipalities, counties, universities, the states, privates, and so on, $160 billion from COVID-19 relief dollars. That's part of the trillions of dollars that went out all across the country. And when you print that money out of thin air, what does it do? It inflates the the currency. So here we are. The city of Springfield has got $33 uh, million that they're looking to spend above and beyond what they typically get every year, above and beyond whatever they budgeted from the funds that they get every year. Uh, But what are the deadlines to spend this $33 million for the city of Springfield and others that uh, have to spend this money by?
1: As a reminder, all funds must be expended or encumbered by December 31st, 2024, and all funds spent by the end of calendar year 2026. So what are the goals on spending? Quarter two, calendar year 22. We had 1.9 million of council approved expenditures that were reported. As of July 31st, the cumulative expense expenditures were 7.12 million and cumulative obligations included 21.1, leaving an amount of award not yet budgeted of 5. And a half million dollars
0: so there's still what five and a half million dollars not budgeted from the 33 million let's talk more about those appropriated funds
1: council has approved 12.3 million of infrastructure modernization including 5.8 of sewer projects and 6.5 of road projects
0: all right so that's uh, it's gonna be money I think uh, for important things especially after we see all these heavy rains and getting some sewer updates will be nice uh, more spending goals
1: under the pillar of building stronger safer neighborhoods council has budgeted 7.86 million and there's an allocation recommendation of 1.2 million for police in car systems
0: all right, so uh, yeah, a lot of uh, spending uh, in a variety of different ways, including uh, here.
1: Under the pillar of job creation and economic development, the council has budgeted five hundred and twenty seven thousand dollars with a four point or a four and a half million dollar mayoral allocation recommendation. That remaining allocation is for broadband access to eliminate the digital divide throughout the city, which Julia will be speaking on shortly, and workplace and business development. In addition, there are homeless initiatives of $2 million, which are in separate HUD-ARPA funds.
0: So, um, again, uh, hearing about the way federal tax dollars, your tax dollars, are going to be spent by the city of Springfield and already being allocated. And they have to spend all this uh, and appropriate it uh, by 2025 and then have it spent by 2026. Uh, Another project.
1: $6.4 million has been budgeted for various clean, reliable water projects and recommendations of use for the remaining allocation include enhances to cybersecurity and technology.
0: So wrapping it all up about these ARPA dollars, these tax dollars, your tax dollars, and the city of Springfield set to spend $33 million of it. So
1: in summary, the total ARPA award of $33,804,013. Less budgeted to date of $28,259,630 leaves an unbudgeted available balance of $5.5 million or 5544540 It's <laughs> a lot. $5.5 There you go. That's a lot. <laughs> um, we have expended to date $7.2 million and our to- total obligated to date is twenty-one point one. That, again, brings us to that total budgeted amount
0: of $28.3 billion. All right, so uh, they still got $5 million to play around with. Uh, that's just for the city of Springfield. I have yet to see uh, other municipalities and villages and uh, the county governments, how much they've spent. It's a lot of money out there floating around in the ecosystem. Your tax dollars, hard at work. All right, coming back, let's get into the uh, rehash of the Wyndham City Center. What's gonna happen with that property? Spoiler alert, the council disapproved of the modified proposal, so stay tuned. We'll get to that coming up here with Springfield's Morning News. I'm Greg Bishop on 92.7 WMAY, Springfield's News and Talk. with the council roundup brought to you by head west subs when you want a great sub you've got to head west their downtown location open for lunch also open on saturdays don't forget about delivery all right let's get to uh the rest of this conversation about the wyndham city center um four hour meeting last night and about an hour of it was spent on presentations and you had another hour or so spent on the wyndham city center Uh, and that's where we're at right now with uh, david mitchell there from a new york firm that's looking to buy the wyndham city center and invest uh, upwards to 30 plus million dollars. Uh, some of that, uh, 40 million dollars, maybe. Uh, some of that's going to be possibly tax increment financing. We shall see. Uh, but uh, Mitchell talked about a conversation he had with a business owner in downtown Springfield and the concern over there not being enough places to live in downtown Springfield.
2: This is why are you close on Sundays, he said. Well, really, you know. People come into Springfield, but they leave early Sunday morning. And so, you know, I said, but if you had people living in downtown Springfield... Um, he said, I would love to be open Sunday, you know,
0: we- so again, the idea here is to buy the Wyndham city center and convert some of the hotel space into market rate apartments, studio, one bedroom, two bedroom apartments. While also the original proposal is to have 80 hotel rooms still available for conventions and whatnot. Uh, but the new proposal, it will
2: have a hundred hotel rooms, uh, comprised really of, um, 92 standard hotel rooms, two executive suites, and six ADA um, rooms, um, and and so the, so floors, you know, three through I think ten or eleven. I have to check. Will be a hotel. Our plan is to keep the entrance to the hotel as it, as it is. Keep the Starbucks, uh, keep the meeting space, and so there won't be any visible difference to the actual approach to the hotel when you come in. So
0: those are just some of the updates on their new proposal. So that was one of the big hang-ups that Springfield Alderman had was they didn't want to get rid of a bunch of hotel rooms in downtown Springfield. Uh, And this proposal increases the amount of hotel rooms that they would have if they're allowed to move forward. Now, if they're not allowed to move forward, the current owner, who has a debt coming up and also apparently, as we'll hear a little bit later on, owes the city some money. um, You've got uh, the idea of them turning all those places of, uh, you know, quarters uh, at the hotel into government-subsidized housing. Can you imagine that? Having government-subsidized housing there at the uh, former Hilton, now Wyndham City Center, right in the heart of downtown Springfield, uh, across the street from the Bank of Springfield Center and another nice hotel that has convention space and whatnot. Uh, so, what what's going to happen here? Um, so, the questions now from Alder people include Alderman Donnellan asking Mitchell, what other cities that are comparable to to Springfield that he's had these types of conversion projects taking hotels and turning them into residential quarters.
2: No, I'm saying the city of Las Vegas, 136,000 people. City of Las Vegas? Vegas. I don't think anybody Uh, considers Springfield Las Vegas But there's there's a difference. We did in downtown Las Vegas.
0: Well, I mean, we do have a ton of gaming parlors uh, all throughout town. So, I mean, we're we're a pretty uh, robust uh, gaming town, for crying out loud. Maybe, Maybe we should be compared to Las Vegas. I don't know changes from 80 to 100 so again uh, Las Vegas is one of them Similar sort of <coughs> conversions um,
2: we are now developing in cities that are very similar to uh, to Springfield such as Erie Erie Pennsylvania 86 thousand uh, residents city of Fayetteville hundred and well with, with uh, permanent residents in in is hundred ten thousand but I mean without without Fort Bragg, $110,000. So there's
0: some comparable cities that they're currently doing these types of conversions in that Mitchell says. Uh, meanwhile, you've got uh, the question about additional financing involved here. And uh, the idea is that this developer is going to come in, invest $25 million, but the overall cost could be upwards to $40 million, So where's the rest of that going to come from? Here's uh, Corporation Counsel Jim Zirkle.
3: There would be a request for TIF and or CPACE or some combination. And so that development agreement would have to come back to the council uh, to be finalized. Um, But it was felt that since that was part of the presentation or part of the uh, discussion for land use purposes.
0: So the idea of more TIF dollars or a different type of funding that uh, they're going to be looking for, which could be upwards to $15 million. Yep. Uh, project Di- this is a pretty big project, big investment, but if tax dollars are going to be involved, you've got uh, older people who are a bit apprehensive. Alderwoman Conley uh, shares some of the privileged conversation they had at an executive meeting, an executive session where it's behind closed doors, and apparently uh, a local media outlet uh, revealed some of those conversations, which included how much the current owner owes the city of Springfield.
3: But in that executive session conversation, we were told that um, the city is owed over a million dollars by the current owners for, on their CWLP bills. So what is the resolution to to that bill, to our city's utility in regards to this agreement? How do, are we gonna be, will CWLP be paid as part of this sale? Yes, was, was, was discussed uh, as part of the uh, refinance or
0: um, sell of the property, then the settlement would be made at that point in time. So uh, the idea that uh, if this goes through, the sale happens, they've got a lien on it, they'll get that million for CWLP backlog, and boom, uh, that's taken care of. But if if this doesn't get approved, which again, spoiler alert, they didn't approve it last night, um, then uh, there's concern about losing those hotels. Here's Alderman McMiniman.
2: Unless we reach a compromise regarding the zoning we face the risk of losing all the hotel rooms. Mm. We face the
3: risk of losing all the hotel rooms.
0: More on that coming up. Here is the mayor, Jim Langfelder.
3: Yeah, we all want to save the conventions and uh, we're concerned about, you know, what's the right amount of apartments. So every time that number moves, the other one, you know, moves and that's what the struggle is. But really what we have in front of us is what's at hope for our future and what's the best option because uh, you know we're talking 30 million dollars that's not that's not uh, that's a lot of money resources mm. especially in this environment that we're in right now sure
0: yeah and more from the mayor
3: you know we can't uh, have this direcast cast uh, you know storm out there you know uh, saying the hundred rooms you know it reduces this well i know what zero does mm. it's devastating mm. devastating so if we wanted to take that risk and hope uh, the God, uh, the current owner keeps it open, or we have uh, someone that's going to ride in, like the hotel lodging association, or somebody else that's going to operate the 200 rooms. Um, you know, hopefully that uh, you know that's a wish, or a hope, and a dream, or whatever you want to call it. But that's
0: what we're trying to figure out: is what's the best alternative. Alderman McMiniman reiterates what the current owner said that the prospects are if they don't approve this sale:
2: They have zero hotel rooms and subsidized housing, I think it's a devastating blow to our downtown, to our reputation, to our conventions, to everything.
0: Mm. I think it's a it's a death kiss. Oh boy, uh, that's an interesting term to use. A death kiss, he says. Um, the Sangamon uh, County Growth Alliances, Ryan McCready was there last night. Uh, you know, I do feel that Mr. Mitchell's a qualified developer, that he's done projects like this, has experience uh, in doing these things. Uh, so, if you know, in your decision, if, if you're wondering about whether Mr. Mitchell and his development team are the, the group of individuals that might be able to complete a project like this, I have reason to believe that he has that experience and has done projects like this in other places. Downtown Springfield Incorporated's Kayla Graven was there as well. Um, DSI Executive Board did take a vote to the prior to the July meeting, and we did vote to be in favor of the conditional zoning at that time. I realize conditional zoning has changed to, I think, a 100 hotel rooms, which prior conversations, um, it did seem that 100 and 150 hotel rooms were needed to justify the changes for the conventions um, down here. Um, but we do also echo those concerns of the con- at that time, but with that change, um, we have not taken a new vote. So they uh, laid out the terms. Again, it's gonna increase from 80 hotels to 100 hotels, and they're gonna kind of uh, uh, not have construction, so front facing and try to conceal that as much as possible. How did the vote turn out last night? It needed seven to pass.
3: So the motion fails, five voting yes and four voting no.
0: No oh boy. All right. So what's next? I don't know. Um, I, they'll likely revisit this because the prospect of having all those hotel rooms gone, gone—that's that's what the current owner says. They're going to come just do Section Eight housing with a guaranteed government income. We'll see. You know, Some of you said uh, call their bluff. Uh, it's going to take investments to do that or somebody else suggesting on Facebook just let them go bankrupt and uh, there you go. Walk away with your pride, whatever the case may be. So um, I imagine we'll revisit this issue again in the future. Uh, stay tuned. Coming back, another thing they revisited last night was the sale of Enos Park properties back to the city and uh, much more. Stay tuned. It's Springfield's Morning News brought to you by Head West Subs Council Roundup Brought to you by Head West Subs. When you want a great sub, you've got to head west. Their downtown location open for lunch and open for lunch Saturdays, too. Don't forget about delivery. All right, another segment of the Council Roundup, and we've got to get to what happened with Enos Park and the properties that they were looking to sell back to the city. It started with Alderman Lakeisha Purchase highlighting how she's got some conflicts. Corporation Council, I think Alderman Williams was very clear on all the reasons why he thought I shouldn't vote on this and named every single one. So if you can look at that to have something written that would be greatly
1: appreciated moving forward. But because due to that taking place, um, I will be recusing myself from voting on this tonight.
0: So they bring it back up and uh, some concerns raised about the funding and whether this is appropriate. And uh, Mayor Langfelder, uh, he sounded off again.
3: So we had Ryan McCready up here talking about economic development. He said it's ripe for growth. People are looking for the medical area because of COVID. Outside developers, just like we had just a minute ago, an outside developer wanted to bring millions of dollars in here. And then so here's another opportunity where we can have the better footprint for them to invest in. And so we have another bite of the apple, and uh, I hope, hope to God we don't turn it down again.
0: Alderman Fulgenzi uh, began giving an impassioned appeal.
3: I'm old enough to remember that as a kid.
1: And
0: Then he uh, started to well up a bit.
1: Believe me, I'm not
0: crying because... Oh, you're all right? Just take
3: your time? All right, John. You want some water? The thing it is, that was a beautiful neighborhood at one
0: time. Then it fell into disrepair. And then it came back, and it's on the way back now. And he had uh, more to say. It's, it's something that I think we need to do for the sake of the city. And, and to see some, something like this that has been developed or redeveloped and is, is on the way back to be thrown aside... It's just not something we should do. And Alderman McMiniman, um, he uh, sounded off a bit, but uh, Alderman Redpath, I think, gave what was the chief concern that he's been hearing from constituents.
3: This started off with taxpayers' money, and it's going to end with taxpayers' money. So we're paying for it twice. That's the, that's the phone calls I'm getting. How can we pay for this thing two times? Um, I wish there was a magic wand we could wave to, to take care of this, but taxpayers don't want to pay for this twice and that's what's
0: happening. So that measure did not advance and it was to have the uh, Enos Park Neighborhood Association sell I think like 100 properties or so uh, to uh, the the city after 12 years ago having uh, used city funds to I think purchase those properties. I think that's how if I remember right. Uh, but either way that did not advance. Uh, meanwhile it was new and unfinished business last night for the four hour council meeting and here's some talk about uh, uh, those experiencing homelessness and relating it to crime. talking about that they want to leave and you have a robbery that happened at a bank. You have a robbery that happened at a family dollar and it's becoming a trend. Mm-hmm. So well, that's not homelessness.
3: Presence. That's not homelessness. I don't, like, I don't like this. I don't like this conversation. People have the Can right. Can I finish? People have the Can right to stand on Can the city segue as much as they want, as long as they're not bothering nobody or breaking Either. no laws. Yep. See the, see the I don't do that to We him. really yeah. have to. We got a whole I'm doing, I, if
1: you would have let me That'd finish place. and not interrupted me. Whatever. I don't All whatever me. Let's quit. have some respect up here, Alderman. Yeah, I am. No, you're you not. Have respect for people, All of them have Purchase.